Hey everyone, before we get started with today's episode, I want to let you know about a really great credit card offer that's available right now. And it's for my favorite travel card, the Chase Sapphire Preferred Card. And this offer is about to come to an end. We don't have an official end date, but Chase has said that the offer will be ending soon. So if you want to grab it, now would be the time. But this card is typically um, offers a bonus of 60,000 points after you spend $4,000 in the first three months. And it is now elevated to 75,000 points. And we likely will not see an elevated bonus for this card for another year. Uh, historically, for the last few years, they have just raised the bonus at this time of year and only once. So I recommend this card. If you want to fly for free using miles and points, you cannot go wrong with this card. It works very well with my system. Chase works well with Southwest. It's, it's great value from Hyatt. And I personally saved uh, $6,000 using 87000 chase points this year for a hotel stay in Costa Rica. So it's a crazy amount of value that you can get out of these points um, if you understand how to use them properly. So anyway, I would love for you to consider using my affiliate link if you do apply for this card to help support the podcast and my small business. And you can do that by going to familiesflyfree.com slash chase sapphire preferred, all one word, no dashes, no spaces. So thanks for considering and enjoy today's episode. Do you wish you could make more fun vacation memories with your family every year? I'm Lynn Mettler, AKA go-to travel gal. Welcome to the Families Fly Free podcast, where I help you learn to travel more by spending less and explain how easy it is for your entire family to fly free. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode where we're going to dive into how to plan your family's dream trip to Hawaii. So this is one of the most popular destinations that I hear from my families who read and listen and are members of my family's Fly Free program. It seems every family dreams to take this amazing trip to Hawaii it would be something that your kids and you will remember for the rest of their lives. So I wanted to offer some tips today for how you can make that dream a reality. And all month inside of my Families Fly Free program, we've been focused on Hawaii. So I've been teaching members how to fly free to Hawaii, how to book hotels for free in Hawaii, and then we talked about what to see and do in Hawaii, as well as how to save on activities and food. And actually, one of our team members just got back from a trip to Hawaii that he took in the midst of the pandemic, so he joined us for a live webinar, which is now available as a recording inside the program to share his experience um, in light of the current COVID-19 environment in terms of getting to Hawaii. So today I wanted to just give a brief overview of um, how to plan this trip and how to save on this trip, you know, from flights to hotels to, uh, to activities and attractions. So I would recommend if 
Hawaii is on your bucket list for your family, that you give yourself about three to six months at least of planning time, if possible, um, to make this dream happen. If you really do want to fly free there and you want to work on um, booking hotels free, you're going to need some time to collect some um, loyalty program points from airlines and hotels in order to get all of that in place so you can have the maximum savings. Let's talk briefly about the current environment. I'm recording this in December 2020 when um, there are additional requirements to get to Hawaii. It's absolutely possible to go to Hawaii right now, but there are some testing requirements and some steps that you need to take in order to get there. So let's review those really quickly. So as of this recording, Hawaii simply requires you to produce a negative COVID-19 test that was taken within 72 hours of the departure time of your direct flight to Hawaii. So if you are coming, let's just say from New York City um, and you're stopping over or you've got a connecting flight somewhere in between, that test needs to have been 72 hours from that connecting flight's departure time. So that can be a little bit tricky, but as long as you know that that needs to happen, um, you can make plans for that accordingly. And there are some airports in California who are offering testing there. So if you were taking a flight out of those airports, you could get your test there before you fly over to Hawaii. And there are certain sites they require that you get your test from specific companies and different sites. So you wanna make sure that you um, get it from an approved vendor and then there's some online forms that you need to fill out and paperwork that you need to have with your test results that you need to be able to produce when you get off the plane, as well as um, if anyone were to ask you at a hotel or a restaurant or anything when you are visiting Hawaii. And John, our team member who was just in Hawaii, he did a great job of going through that in detail on one of our live webinars inside of my family's fly free program. So if you want to really hear about more about that in depth, please join the program. Um, you can do that at familiesflyfree.com join and you can go watch that video. We have a whole Hawaii area inside the program where you can learn exactly the steps to fly free, to stay free, and as well as our team's recommendations for what to do there. So be sure and check that out. Um, so he didn't find the requirements to be overly restrictive um, and they were able to go without problem. No one asked them to produce paperwork while they were there. Now let's talk about flying free to Hawaii. So um, in the last few years, Southwest, which is my preferred airline, you can go back and listen to the episode about why I think Southwest is the best airline for families who wanna fly free. But um, they recently started flying to Hawaii, or at least in the last couple of years. So that was a great news to all of my families who love to fly Southwest. Um, so that is an option for you. And, and a way to easily fly free there is to get the Southwest Companion Pass in hand. 
and that pass allows you to bring one person with you on any flights that you take for the life of that pass, which can last as long as two years. So that's very different than other airlines who may have a one-time only companion pass. That means once you can bring someone with you free. For On Southwest, you can bring someone with you on as many flights as you can take over the life of that pass. That's what makes it so valuable. So if you can follow the way I teach getting the companion pass inside of my program, it's very easy. You can have one in hand within a matter of months just by taking a couple of steps, then you can bring someone with you free. And in order to get that pass in hand, you have to earn 125,000 qualifying Southwest points, which I know it sounds like a lot, but it's actually quite easy to do if you if you know what to do and when to do it. But you can use those points to book the rest of you on your flights to Hawaii. So um, just getting the companion pass in hand is an easy way to get your whole family to Hawaii if that's a dream for you. Um, and Southwest um, flies directly to Hawaii from a variety of cities in California. So you will always have to stop in California or have a connecting flight in California if you don't originate there. So some of your options there are Sacramento and Oakland and San Diego um, are all options that you can fly into and then head on over to Hawaii. So um, we recommend often families, if they're coming from say the East Coast or even the Midwest where I am in Indianapolis, you might want to just hang out in California for a night or two and make kind of a, a weekend trip out of it or you know just a, a couple days trip out of it to kind of break up that long flight. Um, now, coming back from Hawaii on Southwest is also something important to know. Southwest does not fly red-eye flights, which means they don't fly overnight. And so it's physically impossible for them to get you from Hawaii, which, you know, is six or seven hours behind, you know, Eastern time. Um, they can't get you from Hawaii all the way to the East Coast before the middle of the night. So coming back, you definitely will have to stop over somewhere and stay the night and then get up and take um, either you know an early flight in the morning or again, you can hang out in whatever city you've stopped in you know, for a couple of nights if you want in order to break that up. So that is one trick with Southwest is, is you will have to stop coming back because they don't fly those red-eye flights. Um, otherwise, if you took another airline, you probably are gonna get there in the middle of the night um, at some point. And there are other ways to fly free to Hawaii, of course, but I think that's the simplest way. And if you want to know more about what the experience is like to fly southwest to Hawaii, um, from the length of the flight and the, the type of plane and, and how much legroom you have and what they serve on the flight, um, we have a whole video inside Families Fly Free where Cammie, who's another team member, she flew to Hawaii on Southwest in February 2020. So she shares firsthand her experience of what it's like to fly Southwest over to the Hawaiian Islands and she gives you her best tips. So um, you can check that out by joining the program, familiesflyfree.com join. So that's kind of um, the basics of flying free to Hawaii, or at least the easiest way to do so. Now, lots of people say, okay, I know how to fly free thanks to your teachings, but how can I save money on hotels? So hotels get a little bit trickier, but in general, the simplest thing to do is to stick with one of the major brands, uh, Marriott, Hyatt, 
Hilton or Intercontinental Hotels Group, which is also known as IHG. Um, and they own hotels like Holiday Inn and Crown Plaza and Hotel Indigo and even hotels, which is one of my favorite chains. It's um, not very well known, but it's all fitness oriented. Um, very, very creative and very well done, I think. So they have a lot of properties that we like. So pick your hotel brand and we recommend choosing one. A lot of these, um, you know, they allow you to earn their loyalty points. Um, so Hilton Honors points, for example, um, or Marriott Bonvoy points. So you can collect points and you can redeem them for room nights. And they typically range from about 20,000 points per night all the way up to sometimes 100,000 points per night at the really high end fancy like Ritz-Carlton, Waldorf, Astoria type of hotels. Um, but usually within that range, you can find something. And um, we found uh, quite a few when we were doing our live webinar this month that were, you know, in the 35 to 40,000 territory that were really, really nice properties in Hawaii. So it's absolutely doable. And the points prices seem to have dropped at the moment right now in December 2020, I think because of the pandemic, because they're trying to draw people to Hawaii because Hawaii has really suffered because they were shut down for a while. Um, one thing I forgot to mention regarding the pandemic, at least at the moment, Kauai is off the table um, unless you're willing to quarantine. So they are not accepting as, um, you know, your ability to enter a negative COVID test. You do have to quarantine for 10 days. That's what it is at the moment. Again, that keeps changing, but you have to quarantine for at least 10 days if you want to go to Kauai. Um, but all the other islands you can go to if you're able to produce that negative COVID test. Um, so in terms of staying free, again, go with one of the major chains and most of them will allow you to book a certain number of nights, like redeem three nights with points and they'll throw in a fourth one free, or sometimes it's redeem four nights and they'll throw in the fifth one free. So we recommend going with a hotel chain that throws in one of those bonus nights because that really helps you stretch your points further. Um, we also like hotels that give you free breakfast. So that's a big way to save in Hawaii is if you cannot have to worry about that meal of the day because it's free. Another thing you want to be aware of is some hotel chains do charge a resort fee even if you're using their loyalty points to redeem nights. So Marriott is one that does. Um, Hyatt is one that does not. So just make sure you understand or you ask the question if you're still going to have to pay the resort fee because sometimes those can be pricey um, so that you understand what you are going to have to pay um, before you go there as part of the planning process. And if you want to make this simple, I recommend using a flexible travel credit card and you can go back and listen to the last episode, which is we go into um, how to use travel credit cards for free travel as a really kind of a 101 beginner's guide. Go back and listen to that one. But using a flexible card, which is a travel card that earns points that can be transferred to different programs. It might be to different airlines as well as different hotels. So Chase Ultimate Rewards points are one of my favorite programs. And if you collect those points, you can move them over to Southwest if you want to fly them, or you can move them over to different hotel programs, including Hyatt and including IHG and Marriott. 
So that's an easy way that you can collect points just there instead of trying to collect points in a variety of different programs. And then you can just move them over as needed. And those cards, there's a variety of cards you can choose from that earn Chase Ultimate Rewards points, but they very often will allow you to earn more than one point per dollar that you spend on the card. So you might be able to earn two points per dollar or three points per dollar in different categories, like when you're eating out or when you're booking travel or when you're buying groceries uh, or when you're buying gas. So that's a way that you can accrue more of these points more quickly just through your everyday spending. Again, never put anything that you um, don't have money in the bank to cover right now on a credit card. Just put your everyday expenses on, and if you need to, go ahead and pay it off every single day so you don't worry about not having enough money at the end of the month to pay down your credit card bill because you don't want to pay their high interest rates. Then this is no longer, it's not really free travel if you're paying high interest rates on those cards. So that's kind of a broad overview of what you need to think about in terms of staying free. And then lastly, we did a whole webinar um, on what to do in Hawaii. So I actually haven't been there since I was in eighth grade. I've been twice, once in fourth grade and once in eighth grade. But my team had some really, really awesome suggestions of great things to do there. And if you're looking to save on a trip to Hawaii, so you don't want to do all these expensive things, there's quite a lot to do there for free, um, like hiking and there's national parks and there's beautiful state parks. Um, and so our team went through some of their favorites from Volcanoes National Park to hiking up to Diamond Head um, to some of the national parks on Maui and the road to Hana is a free thing that you can do. You would just need to have a car um, and that's on Maui and that's a it can be a whole day long experience. It's a very long and I guess a very windy road. I actually did it when I was a little girl in fourth grade and I will tell you I thought it was quite boring in fourth grade so it might not be best for younger kids or if you do it you might want to do a shortened version um, but I think it's great for adults you see all kinds of waterfalls and blowholes and just beautiful Hawaiian landscapes um, all throughout this road and there are also tours that that will take you as well so you could go on a van or a bus tour um, and they would know all the best places to stop. And uh, one of our team members, Stephanie, she recommended when she took her kids stopping off at all the banana bread carts or um, stands that were along this road. That was kind of how they broke it up and they looked for the next one and they would stop and get some banana bread. So we have all kind of great tips like that. Inside, we did a full hour webinar on the best things to do in Hawaii and how to save and some of the tips on saving, you know, again, is doing free activities, which of course you have the beach as well. So you can hang out at the beach, you can bring or, or get snorkeling gear when you get there and just hop in and snorkel anywhere. That's one of my favorite free things to do when we go to beach destinations is just snorkel because it's super fun and you see so many beautiful things. And of course, Hawaii has lots of sea turtles and um, so many beautiful things to see underwater. Um, the team also recommended just when you get there, particularly again, if you have a car rental is, um, just stopping at like the local Costco or Walmart or just the local grocery store and getting your food that you would need, um, get for breakfast or for snacks or even for sandwiches for lunch. Like if you were going to do the road to Hana, you could make everyone sandwiches and you could stop and have a beautiful picnic along the side of the road with your grocery, you know, less expensive items. 
And um, John recommended even going to like the deli part of the local grocery and getting some of their locally made foods, you know, just like you would go get fried chicken or whatever from your local grocery here. They actually have, you know, more Hawaiian type of foods in their deli area. So that would be a fun way to um, get some picnic items as well. Um, so there's lots of great ways that you can save. There's, um, and you may want to save, if you're able to save in these different ways, splurge in one big way. And, and the team seemed to recommend doing a luau. Um, and I definitely did that as well. And I thought that was lots of fun because even though they are a little pricier, they may be around $90 per person. It's a full entertainment experience. You get dinner, you get entertainment. Um, and you're all set for the night, you know, you get drinks, um, and it's, it's just a full encompassing experience. So maybe worth the price. It's definitely kind of a bucket list thing to do when you're in Hawaii. So I hope this gives you, um, some inspiration that you can take your family to Hawaii, that you don't need to break the bank to do so. Imagine if you could fly them free. Would, would that make going to Hawaii a hundred times easier? I know it definitely does for my family. We have it on our list to go soon. We likely will um, go through San Diego because that's one of our favorite destinations and hang out there a couple days going or coming and then make our way over to Hawaii. So if we can make it happen in 2021, we would absolutely love to do that. But if you want to get personal help and really dive into how to fly free, not just to Hawaii, but everywhere within the US, the Caribbean and Europe that your family wants to go, I would love for you to come join Families Fly Free. Just for a the investment of what you would pay for one set of flights for your family, you get the information, a personalized plan and personal ongoing help for me to help your family fly free forever. You, you will know how to do it for the rest of your life and you'll be able to take these amazing bucket list trips like Hawaii. So I hope you'll come join me. You'll watch these recordings that we have from the last month which are outstanding and I hope you can gift your family with a trip to Hawaii very soon. Ready to fly your family free? Come join me inside my Families Fly Free program where you get my simple step-by-step -step plan and my personal help so you can make more priceless travel memories with your family before your kids leave home. Visit familiesflyfree.com join. That's familiesflyfree.com join to learn more and get started flying free today.